they are watching our every move. They're listening to the things that we say. They're really paying attention. So we want to set them up for success. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha, a podcast about the lifelong journey to become your best self, live your best life, and do your best work. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self-love, confidence, happiness, goal smashing, and much more. And now now, on on to to the episode. episode. Hey guys, it is the last week of Aligned August and we are talking to you about what's going to be happening in September. Well, for us, you may have already started school with your kids, but we are gearing up for that in the Northern Virginia area. As mentioned last week, we're going to have our second convos continued on Facebook Live at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. And we're talking to our buddy, Kim Cree of Creative Reading Adventures. And so, you know, we want you to obviously listen to the rest of this episode and then tune in at 4 p.m. on facebook.com slash honestconvos. And you'll be able to ask questions to Kim and hear our continued convo. How's it going, Karen? How are you doing? It's a wild week over here and it's only just begun, but you know, that's life now. Every week is kind of like a new adventure. (laughs) You never know what's going to be happening. I'm excited about this episode because for all of us who are parents with school age children, it's just been very stressful, not knowing what we can depend on when it comes to school, right? Like that was always a steady thing. Like you didn't have to worry about (laughs) what school was going to be. It's like they go to school, right? But now it's like, are they going to go in person? Is it going to be a hybrid? Is it 100% virtual? And like, how is that going to work? And if you're teleworking with your kids at home, I mean, it's just like a lot going on. What we wanted to talk about in this episode is a mindset for success for you and for your children. This is not really what any of us would have wanted. (laughs) No one asked for this situation, but we have to deal with it. It is what it is. And so like, how do we come to that, you know, with a better mindset so that we can be more successful working and and home-ish schooling (laughs) and also help our kids be successful in dealing with this change and and the disappointment of not being able to go to school and see friends or like the new way of learning, right? With being online and all of that. It's very important because we have to navigate these waters. Like we don't get a choice, right? (laughs) We can't turn this boat around. Like we're, we're just going forward. So how do we do that in a way that can make us less stressed (laughs) and make our kids, you know, enjoy the process in some way so they can be happier and not be stressed because children should not be stressed out. And also so they can be successful in school because that's important too. Totally. Yeah. We need to be the example for our kids so that they know that it doesn't matter what life throws in your way. You're able to pull up your bootstraps. Wait, (laughs) Is that what it, pull up the bootstraps? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Pull yourself up by the bootstraps and adjust to it. Like you said, we, this was unexpected. Nobody would have planned this, but it is what it is. And your attitude towards it is going to determine how successful it is for both you and your kids. And I personally, Mm -hmm. like, I thrive on routine. Who knew? It's taken me (laughs) a few decades to figure that out more 
four decades to figure that out, but just having those set times that the kids are going to be in school, I feel like I'm starting to get like really excited, even though it's completely different than every other year. It's still nice to know that they're going to have that structured learning and, you know, it'll be on a laptop, which isn't an ideal situation, but honestly, it's setting them up for their futures as you know, either professionals or entrepreneurs or whatever they want to do with their life going forward. Cause this is, this, this was the, the way that we were moving towards, but it just got fast tracked because of the mm-hmm. pandemic teleworking, which I feel like it should have maybe been a main, more of a mainstream thing in the past. Like it's just better for pollution for companies, their overhead, not having mm-hmm. to, you know, lease a commercial building. So um, you know, it's preparing them a little earlier than <laughs> than could be expected, but yeah. it is what it is. For me, it's a little easier to like help my kids deal with this because I did my college online. So I did Strayer University um, for my bachelor and my master online. I did some classes in person like math and statistics because I was like, I'm getting lost on this. Uh, <laughs> so I needed to go in person for that. But right. for so the you most can, like, part. Tap, tap the professor on the shoulder like, no, dude, exactly. you got to help me. <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse me, excuse me. What was that? <laughs> yeah. but, um, but for the most part, you know, I did do the classes online. And it was hard. I'm not going to pretend like it was easy, but it just required a lot of discipline on my part. A lot of like me being structured in my scheduling, like, okay, this is my school time. This is when I'm going to sit down and work on my school stuff. And like, I mean, and my kids were younger, much younger at the time, but they would get it. They even got into the routine. They're like, okay, don't bother mom. She's doing school. Like, you know, it was like a thing, like everybody kind of got on board. So I feel like that for me was the number one thing that I came to this new experience with the kids having online learning was, okay, we need to be structured. You know, I know in Loudoun, I think they're going to be doing like synchronous classes, which synchronous just means that when the teacher is online teaching, the kids are online watching versus like asynchronous is where like a teacher would pre-record a lesson and load it and the kids can like watch it whenever. So um, I think the synchronous classes will be a little bit better because when you have to like sit down at 10 a.m., you know, it's lesson time and the teacher is there teaching live, that'll be, I think, a little more helpful. But it really requires structure (laughs) and discipline. And if you have a child who struggles with that, like I do with my 13-year-old son who would way rather play video games all day and, you know, be on whatever app with his friends, And so, you know, we already struggled with that last time, last school year at the end when things went virtual. So I already know going into this school year, okay, we're going to have to be really strict. Like this is school time. This is when you're going to work on your stuff. I don't want to get any emails from your teachers that you didn't finish A, B, and C. Like (laughs) we're going to like, so kind of knowing your kid and like what is going to be important to prioritize with them. So if it's like scheduling and structured time to do the learning, to do the work, because I mean, school does not take all day, right? I mean, even when they're in the school class, you know, they're not doing school stuff, the lessons and stuff all day. I mean, there's PE, there's lunch, there's study hall, there's other things that happen during the day. So kind of modeling that kind of schedule that's what I'm planning to do is have like, okay, this is study hall time. <laughs> this is lunch time. You know, this is PE time because they still need to get outside and run around or do something physical, you know. 
putting some structure around it, I think is going to be the number one key to being, you know, more successful this year. Definitely. And my PE time for my kids is going to be like, go mow the yard and go yeah. pull up weeds. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's chores. <laughs> I like yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> like go switch the laundry out now. Yeah, it's, that's definitely having that structure and I love that you, I didn't know that you did your schooling mostly online. I mean, that makes sense because you're a full-time employee and, mm-hmm. you know, you were a mother too. So like, I love that you know yourself well enough to like have taken those classes in person, the ones that were more, because it is kind of like you got to bring your body and your mind to some mm-hmm. things that may be a little too difficult um, to focus on, which, you know, luckily for our kids, like we will be able to provide that guidance. They need that extra help. I'm going to plug our connector conference because we just announced on the 15th that the third connector conference is going virtual and that it took me a while to get to the point where I wanted to commit to going virtual because that's out of my wheelhouse. You know, it's a whole different setup. Karen's actually partnered up with me. So we're co-running the conference, which is yay, (laughs) which is awesome because Karen has literally, she's been with me since day one, like before I even had the society and everything. One of the things that helped me get to the point where I was like, okay, I'll do this online was I wanted it to have that live component where Mm -hmm. people, because with the connector conference, it's getting people to reconnect to themselves And in order to do that, I feel like you have to prioritize your time, your needs, your wants, and your fulfillment. And so having it be at 8 a.m. on September 25th and end at 4 p.m., like, you know, it's going to be an intense (laughs) day for us, the organizers. But for the attendees, like, I want it to be like if you were to go in person, you know? Mm -hmm. And because I do feel like it's going to cause way, it's going to be way more impactful. So, Um, same thing with the kids. Like we get that, like it's when something's actually happening live, like, first of all, it's more exciting because you're like, what if they mess up and say the F word? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully our teachers will not be doing that, but that's why I'm not teaching children's like Mm -hmm. (laughs) there will be some F words said at the third connector conference. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's, it's just, you have, but you also have that ability in real time to like raise your hand and ask questions and I don't know if they had this for you guys, Karen, in the spring, but during my kids' classes, like they actually had aides. So the aides were watching the chat. So if a kid had a question, they could send a chat to mm-hmm. the to the assistant or the aide that was, you know, in there at that time. So I think that's pretty impressive that they had those option already available. And mm-hmm. I'm interested to see, because that's the thing is like, they're giving us as much information as they can, but it's still coming out like, like a little bit here, a little bit there. Like nobody really knows what we're in yeah. for. So we'll see. It's kind of exciting, but it's also frightening. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of unknowns. And and I know there are a lot of places that have already gone back to school. So you, like Marcia mentioned earlier, might already, you know, be navigating this 
for us, school starts back uh, the day after Labor Day. So we've got about two weeks. And it is, it is kind of a strange thing because school has always been pretty certain. Like you didn't have to wonder how is it going to be? I mean, there were some things, you know, that you might, like if your kid is transitioning from elementary to middle or something like that, or, you know, stuff like that. But for the most part, I mean, you knew that you would, they would go to school and you knew their schedule and what they're going to learn. And like, it does feel like this is just a whole new world. (laughs) Nobody really knows how it's going to go. And there's still so much, you know, uncertainty with the, the pandemic, like, you know, how long is it going to go on and, and how long, you know, what, how many people are going to be infected and all this kind of stuff that it's like, that's what makes in-person so kind of scary, right? Because we don't know enough about the pandemic to be like, oh yeah, sure. I can send my kid to school and they'll be fine. So it's just like, there's so much stress wrapped up right. in all that. Cause I feel like the number, one of the number one things that stresses us out is, things not being the way you want them to be or the way you think they should be. Right. And so you get stressed by that. And so with school not being the way we want it to be or think it should be, it's very stressful. It's just rolling with the punches, trying to be as prepared as you can be with the information that you do have. Don't imagine worst case scenarios, you know, don't, we're, we're famous for that. So we're not judging here, but (laughs) Marsha will catastrophize some stuff really easily. Yeah. I can catastrophize (laughs) catastrophizing. Like I could take it to the 10th degree. Yeah. I think that's one of the things For me, though, even though I do have anxiety and I do understand anxiety is creating future problems in the current now. Mm. For me, one of the things that does make me feel safe and secure is having those time requirements. So knowing Mm. that school is going to start at 9 a.m. because then it's like, okay, that's the goal point. That's where we need to be. We need to be ready by 9 a.m., So just find security in those knowns. Like there are so many unknowns, but that kind of is a controlled setting. So you can like reverse engineer it. Like, okay, if they need to be on by nine, I have to get this janky computer warmed up starting at like 830 because we we got our laptops a couple days ago and kind of have to wind it up and put it under the the sun and (laughs) anyway but like and I can be like okay well in order for us to get it started at 8 30 like at 805 I'm gonna make sure that the kids are fed and so I need to wake them you know that kind of thing so it's like control and hold on to the things that you know that you can you know just don't uh I don't, you know, my kids are, are stressed out. I think that everybody right now is stressed out. There's just, yeah, yeah, that vibe going on, but they don't need to worry about me being stressed out about them going to school, especially if they're stressed out. So like you can kind of control the way that you're responding with your kids because this is a tough time and don't add to the stress, I guess. Yeah. And I love what you said earlier, because I'm, I'm always saying that too, is like, be the example, like, however you want them to be handling this type of situation now and in the future, because, you Mm -hmm. know, they're going to be adults, and we don't know what'll happen in the world in the future, that will come along and rock the world, change everything as they know it overnight. (laughs) You know, just be that example, handle it in the way you would want them to be able to handle it. They are watching our every move. They're listening to the things that we say. Um, They're really paying attention. So 
We want to set them up for success. However school is going to be, we want them to be able to step into that and be successful no matter what. And so we have to really model that for them and, and just really be focused. I like what you said too about just focus on what you can control. The Honest Convos with Karen and Marsha podcast is sponsored by Self Love Reboot. Ready to revive your relationship with yourself? Learn more, register, and get started today. Go to selfloveboot.com. And don't forget to use code HONESTCONVOS to get your exclusive podcast listener rate. Focus on what you do know. Don't imagine all the worst case scenarios. Don't focus on all the shoulda, coulda, woulda, what if type stuff. Just stay focused on what you do know, what you can do and be as positive as possible (laughs) so that, you know, they can feed off of that more upbeat energy, especially, I mean, it is very disappointing. My daughter is a senior this year and there's not going to be homecoming, probably no prom, who knows what it'll be like, you know, and whatever time that would have happened. No football games, no. Right. Yeah. She's on the dance team and they've already said like, there's going to be nothing going on in the first quarter. So (laughs) it's like, it's very disappointing. I, I feel terrible for all of the kids and how they have to adjust to an experience that's a lot different and a lot less in a lot of ways. But we just have to help them pick themselves up by the bootstraps and (laughs) and keep moving. I mean, that's the only option. I mean, we don't really have the option to just wallow in stress and pity and anxiety. There's no time for that. So that's my advice is like, don't waste time wallowing in that move forward with what you can control, what you do know, and try to stay positive. Yeah. So if you are going to fast forward to the future, I think what we should all be doing is thinking about how resilient our children are going to be because Mm -hmm. of this. Because like, yeah, we are not we as in the collective we, but like Karen and me, no, (laughs) um, I am catastrophizing stuff because that's just my brain. My brain is very overactive and I am inside my head a lot. And so I come up with these different scenarios, but I can tell you from growing up, like, I don't, I don't remember much of my childhood, but when you look at, there's still people who survived the Holocaust, you know, and that was obviously a horrible experience that marked their childhood. But, you know, you have people that are 90s, 100s, you know, that lived through it. And so it is building in them a type of resilience that, Mm -hmm. like, you know, only time will tell. But like, this is, everything is changing at such a fast pace. And they're gonna have to, um, it's just gonna be different. It's gonna be very different. I don't think, you know, I think for a while, like people were super complacent. And then we had the digital age happen. And it was like, everything was available to us immediately. And like, you know, with Amazon now, like it's still like you can order stuff and it can come to you. And, but like with these kids, like they're, I don't know. It's, it's just, yeah, they're going through it, but like they are going through it and they're not looking at like, they're just doing day by day, you know, they're not attaching. I don't think they're attaching to the emotion. I think they see like, Hey, this sucks. We're in a, crappy situation mom's using a lot more Clorox wipes than she ever did before 
<laughs> like they're picking up on stuff like that, but they're also not like thinking like we are like, oh my God, 176,000 people have died from this. Like they're, they're right. not yeah. privy to that information. Hopefully they're not depending on their age, you know, but so it sucks, but we can help make it a better situation by setting them up for success, having routines and schedules having a designated space for them to work we don't i live in a townhome we don't have a designated office for the three of us you know <laughs> rides yeah. out at the, the country club but we have our areas that we know where the kids are going to be they're going to have their noise counseling headphones so that they don't hear each other i'll be working in a different area you know because my kids are older so i don't need to like oversee but i'll be available to them and I'll also be doing like meal planning. I did that yesterday, Karen. You'd be so proud. Like I I figured out what I was going to eat each day or not what I was going to eat, what I was going to prepare for the family for meals for this week because this week is a show for me, you know? So we can do that with lunches, you know? If you have to order Lunchables for all five days of the week, do that. But like set up things that the kids can expect and that will comfort them and make it easier for you. Mm -hmm. So. Yep. Yay. So we are going to be talking later today at 4 p.m. Eastern with uh, Kim Cree, who is a reading consultant, a former teacher. She's a mom of three. So we feel like if there's anyone who could be an expert on this topic, it is definitely Kim. And so we're excited to kind of expand this conversation with Kim uh, and give you more insight and more tips and tools that you can use to help you and your child children be successful for the school year so tune in for that yep and thanks for listening to the episode thanks guys thanks so much for tuning in if you enjoyed this episode leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player for show notes and ways to connect with us go to www.honestconvospodcast.com 